Listen, when Waffles died, when Dad died, when COVID hit, when social unrest hit, those were really tough times, obviously. Some could call this the worst year of our lives, but instead of getting stuck in the why, 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 we asked how. How could this get better from here? Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. It is another Money Monday where we are going to talk about all things money, how to make money, how to save money, what to do with your money, you name it. And let's face it, 2020 has rocked most people's money situation. And so today we're going to talk about the three moves that saved our 2020. That's right. The three moves that, by the way, you can still take right now and use the rest of the year. The three moves that saved our 2020. Now, I I know everyone's had a tough 2020. But in case you haven't listened to previous episodes, I just need to share a few events that happened this year. So in January, even before COVID and the shutdown and everything, our dog uh, named Waffles passed away totally unexpectedly. And that's like our child, right? We don't have kids yet. And so literally it's like losing a family member. Then unfortunately in March, COVID hits and everything starts getting shut down and people's businesses are getting rocked. And the whole world, you know, is dealing with this pandemic that all of us have had to learn how to deal with. Then in June, unfortunately, my father passed away unexpectedly. And that, hands down, is the worst event of my entire life and, and still is, of course, still dealing with that. Um, and, you know, then we've also been dealing with all sorts of social unrest and things like that this year. So we all know that 2020 has been one heck of a tough year on us mentally, physically, and financially. Now, why would I sit here and say, I've got three moves that saved our 2020? Well, despite all of that, not taking away from those challenges, we've still had an extraordinary 2020 so far, and it's going to finish really great. We're still doing fantastic from a a mental health standpoint. We're still doing fantastic from a relationship standpoint. Our businesses are still booming. Uh, We're still going to have a great financial year. So how can that be? Well, it's because of these three moves that really did save our 2020 that I want you to, to learn and to use as well. So move number one is this. We released expectations of how things were going to be or how they were going to look. Number one was we released expectations of how things were going to be or how they were going to look. This alone is what gets so many people stuck. It's where people get hung up. For example... I expected a record year this year. Many of you did. The economy was booming to close out 2019 and everybody had momentum. Then COVID hit, the shutdowns hit, the world changed how and where they're spending their money. People had events that were shuttered, stores that were shuttered, businesses that were shuttered, jobs that were laid off, right? But instead of getting stuck, as Lori and I had to deal with many of those things, we released the expectations of what 2020 was going to look like. We released the expectation that we were going to have a record year and instead adjusted on the fly instead of getting stuck in paralyzation. Here's another example. We expected a certain path to our earning goal. Now, we obviously had that path totally rocked as you did likely as well. But 
that didn't mean we changed our goal. It meant we changed our path. We released the expectations of how it was going to look or that it was going to be simple or that this year was going to be on autopilot on our way to this, this brand new epic year of a new financial goal. Here's another example. We expected to have a lot less overhead this year. All sorts of additional expenses have popped up for you, for your friends, for your neighbors, and of course for us. Like when COVID hit, all of a sudden we said, hey, everybody, we're going to give $25,000 to our audience that needs, uh, that has COVID needs right now. We gave our employees not one, but two different times uh, a $1,000 emergency fund to all of our employees that they could use um, in case their family needed it as we dealt with this, these unexpected COVID challenges and social unrest challenges. Um, we had unexpected funeral expenses and like really, really big travel and funeral expenses. Uh, we had event refunds I'm going to tell you about in a little bit. So we expected to have a lot less overhead, but did we get stuck there? Did we fall onto, oh, poor me, or oh, how are we going to handle all this? No. We literally released the expectations of how it was going to look or how it was going to be, rolled up our sleeves, and charted a new path. So number one was probably one of the most important ones. We released expectations of how things were going to look and be instead of getting stuck or wallowing in it. Number two, we asked how, not why. I think this is my favorite one. Change your questions and you'll change the answers you get, right? Ask a better question and get a better answer. So we started asking how, not why. Not why is this happening? Not why do we have to do this? Not why are we dealing with this? Not why is this challenging now? No, we asked how. How could we still host our masterminds safely? And we got a great answer. We're taking our elite level mastermind up to the woods in Flagstaff, Arizona, doing bougie glamping tents and having themed hikes and fireside business chats. It's going to be amazing and still safe among the COVID situation in an outdoors bougie setting. So we asked, how could we still host the masterminds? We asked, how could we still hit our financial goals for the year? We've created new products, ones that you guys haven't even heard of that are going to help you. We're writing a book together. We're doing all sorts of really cool things that are going to allow us to still hit our financial goals for the year. Because we asked how, not why. How could this get better from here? Listen, when Waffles died, when Dad died, when COVID hit, when social unrest hit, those were really tough times, obviously. Some could call this the worst year of our lives. But instead of getting stuck in the why, 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 we asked how. How could this get better from here? Then we asked how could we, how could an event over deliver if we had to take it virtual? Our Fast Foundation's entry-level mastermind. We had to take it virtual. And guess what? By asking how, we ended up with all sorts of really cool answers. And they all filled out a survey saying it was the best one yet. And it's going to be virtual forever from here on out. So we got a brand new version of an already successful product by asking how. We asked how are people now choosing to consume and buy so we can meet their needs. We asked how can I meet these brand new needs that have been created out of this new COVID world. We asked how can we still enjoy this year. And we hit the road, got a motorhome, hit the road, and are going to end up being on the road for months and months and months this year when you add it all together. Ask how, not why, and it'll free you up to get good answers that'll give you good results. And then the third one was this. We were willing to make the best worst choice. I love it because that's how Lori puts it. We were willing to make the best worst choice. Now, most people say it this way. They say, um, choosing the lesser of two evils. Guys, sometimes in life, many times in 2020, you're not going to have a good choice and a bad choice. That's an expectation that is not real. You're usually going to have two challenging choices, two bad choices. 
But when you choose the best worst choice, you're still going to come out ahead of choosing the other option or options. So here's here's some examples. Here's what I mean by this. Lori's annual event, literally one of her, her most important things in life she's ever created, the Bliss Project. Seven years strong. That actually put women's events uh, done by influencers and all that stuff on the map, in my my humble opinion. Well, unfortunately, when COVID hit, we couldn't put 500 incredible women, women in a, a room anymore. I mean, it was impossible. And so first we had to postpone it. You know, when the world said, hey, everybody's going to be two weeks of shutdown. Then the, the world said, never mind, it's going to be six to eight weeks. Then the world said, boy, I think this is going to be longer than than we think. Well, we had to choose to switch that event from postponed to canceled because the future is so uncertain. It may be a couple of years before you can have an event like that again. And when we switched it from postponed to canceled, we had to refund two to $300,000 worth of tickets that were purchased the year prior. That was a painful hit to dish out in cash. But I'll tell you this, we were willing to make the best Worst choice. Those are two bad choices, right? Um, hold on to the money until an event can happen again, or listen to our gut when our gut suddenly said, wait a minute, this is not short term, this is long term, and let's give this money back to the people that need this money. And so it was the best worst choice in that situation. We didn't want to cancel it. Lori cried when we had to cancel that thing. But at the time, the best worst choice was the right choice. Here's another example. Uh, taking Fast Foundations, our, our entry-level mastermind, taking it online instead of hosting it in person, some people were not happy with that choice. Some people let us know that they thought that was a really shitty situation, but it was the best worst choice. And at the end, like I said earlier, it the survey said it was the best one yet, and it created a virtual product where a virtual product did not exist before. Uh, here's another example. We didn't get stuck in the bad choices as we had to make some of these choices of, hey, our team has to work from home or or do we kind of spread them out at, you know, in a safe situation? No, the best risk choice was go work from home where it's safe and learn how to be efficient. And the end result is most of them are absolutely crushing it and learned how to be very efficient from home. So we made the best risk choice there. And that is going to be one of the most important things you can start doing instead of getting stuck, instead of getting caught up in the fact that you've got nothing but bad choices and choosing to do nothing. No, you choose to make the best worst choice. So if you do these three things, these three moves that saved our 2020, release expectations of how things were going to look and how they were going to be, ask how, not why, ask how, not why, and be willing to make the best, worst choice. Stop getting stuck in the fact that you have nothing but bad choices, make the best, worst choice, and move on from there. Moving on is always the best choice, right? If you can do these three things, number one, you're going to save the rest of your 2020. You're going to change the momentum in your favor. But most importantly, you're going to set yourself up by living among these three principles for the best freaking 2021 that you have ever experienced. So for all of you that thought that you were coming into 2020 with records right on tap, let's change that to 2021. In 2021, you're going to set records, personal records, financial records, uh, pride records, you name it. Every, you are going to crush 2021 if you adapt, adapt to these three things. And when you do, you know I say, when good people make good money, they do great things. I want you to make good money, so I want you to take my free video training on how to think and what to do with your money. It's free. That's the best price in the world, right? Four videos will change your life. Go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash free. Fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash free. There's a four video training series for absolutely free there. It's one of my ways of paying it forward to all of you. In the meantime, 
Thank you for listening. I appreciate appreciate you as always. And please hit me up on Instagram, sharing your best takeaway. Every once in a while, I choose one of you who've done that for a free coaching. I did a free coaching last week for one of you that won this. Her name was Andi and it was the coolest coaching ever because we totally changed her business in a half hour time. So share your best takeaways with me. I love choosing you guys at random and uh, giving you a free coaching session as a thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.